You are listening to Deeper Roots, a podcast to help equip the members of New Branch Community Church to glorify God by making disciples of all nations. For more information, visit newbranch.com. Hey, Matt. Hey, Ken. Tyler, Tyler. what's going on? I got a a better intro than last week. Hey, what happened to your knee? uh, Well, I'm an old man, Ken. If you're old, then I'm like in the dirt. I'm an old man. I uh, have torn meniscus, and that sometimes make you it, old. Sometimes it flares up. Yikes! So, yeah, that hurts me. This is what people wanted to hear. <laughs> this is what they came here for. That's why they're here. That's why they're here to know uh, what uh, ails you. So, uh, what are we talking about today? We are talking about. Uh, I'm asking myself questions and answering myself questions. Uh, we we want to talk today about how to go about choosing a base group. Like what what should that like what what should be the primary thing, and then also kind of uh, make the case for why we think geography should be one of the primary things. So that's my that's the question that's asked. Is, so geography should be the primary. Okay, criteria. so yeah, let me back up right now. Uh, if someone comes to me and they ask me the question, and this is something the elders discuss, right? <clears throat> It but, is, but um, how should I choose a base group? Which base group should I go to? Uh, we've discussed that really the the primary consideration. There are some other considerations we can get to later, but the primary consideration is you should go to the group closest to where you live. And when we spent a we spent a pretty good amount of time in our last elder meeting talking about that. But why would we say why would we say that people should go? to the group closest to where they live. What? Do you want to give caveats to that first or you want to, <clears throat> you want to set the stage and then go to Okay, yeah, we can give some caveats. So uh, there are some times where it doesn't make sense to go to the group closest. If you're a new believer, if you're uh, – we had that in one of the groups I was in. They were coming from a long way away. Um, and, um, yeah, they, they had come to – come to faith through uh, some of our, one of our groups sharing the gospel with them and then had started attending that, our group. So if there was a group that was marginally more closer, it didn't really matter. They had all the relationships in our group. Um, sometimes there's significant disciple, discipling yeah. relationships that are already <laughs> at, at work. Um, sometimes, um, sometimes, you know, you might have, you might have them, family in crisis or something like that, that really needs to, uh, to go to a, a group for, for specific relationship reasons. Sure, sure. Um, but apart from those, yeah, I talking about healthy family, uh, all of that, uh, I would say you should just go to the group closest to, to where you live. Yeah. 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 So we absolutely. And so what we want to talk about is why that's the case. Yeah. Um, provide a, a de- defense for that. And I think that's going to help our folks be able to have conversations with folks about, because we, we want our folks to be engaging new people with the value of uh, getting involved with a base group, participating yes. in, um, in, in biblical community through our base groups. And so, uh, but um, we are saying necessarily then that that doesn't always mean that inviting them to your base group is going to be the best thing. Right. 
right? Yeah. So what we want to do is is tell is explain why because that's a that that right there is is kind of a, a shift in our in, in what we're asking our folks to do. Typically, we say we want. We want our uh, visitors to be invited to multiple base groups. And so everybody invite everybody to your base groups. Um, so maybe throw that out there. Why don't we want that to be the case? What, what happens if we have multiple new families who are looking for a base group home, who are floating around from base group to base group to base group? Um, a, why, why would that be good? And then let's, let's talk about why we're saying that's, that's not the direction that we want to encourage folks in. I think, I think that the answer to why really hinges on the fact that we want base groups to be more than just a Sunday meeting, a mm -hmm. Sunday afternoon meeting or a Sunday night meeting. Like we want base groups to be that um, <clears throat> sub, like that, that cross, that smaller section of the church that does do, uh, does do life on life throughout the week. Um, and that the reality is, is that when you live close to the people that you're doing that kind of things with, it just becomes more doable. So I might not be able to take a trek out to Jackson County where you guys live and just like have dinner on a Tuesday night. But if I'm in base group with people that are nearby to me, then something like that might be more doable. So, yeah. So that, that, I mean, that could come into play for just the base group gathering itself. Yes. But um, if it comes into play at all for a weekly gathering, it's certainly going to come into play with some of the things that we've talked about before. Like we're going to the park. Would anybody like to go with us? Yeah. Well, no, not, not if I live in flowery branch and you're in winder. Right. I, I don't, yeah. I can't. By the time I get there, your kids are going to be cranky and they want to go home. Yeah. So, um, it, it makes that kind of life on life extraordinarily difficult and, and quite honestly puts a, puts a, puts a hurdle up and we want to remove those hurdles so that life and life is more, uh, more readily pursued. Absolutely. Um, all right, here's an objection. Okay. Um, Matt handles objections. There's Matt, Matt, here's an objection Matt for you. Board. <laughs> so, um, there are different personalities. Right. Mm -hmm. um, I love everybody, but I don't like everybody the same. Sure. Um, so let's let's say there is one group where I just I really connect with folks and they're going through similar life stages to me. And and uh, man, I just I, I feel like I can really connect with them. And and uh, but that's not the group that's that's closest to me. The close the group that's closest to me um there, there might be some folks in there that really aren't at all in the, my same life stage. I don't connect with them well. In fact, there's some personalities that that uh, just don't mesh well at all with my personality. How would you how how would you encourage that person? Why why should they continue to pursue uh, geographic uh, criteria? Right. Uh, well, I mean, I think first and foremost, uh, we all can think of situations like that, right? We all can be prone to that kind of bad attitude. Um, but that's not, <clears throat> that's not how we've been gathered together as a church for one. We're gathered together, not based off of similar life circumstances or affinities or uh, preferences, but in the gospel, that's what gathers us together is that we've been uh, saved and made, uh, God's people by his grace. And, uh, we've been reconciled to him and joined together as a body. And so, 
yeah, I mean, for the practical purposes of earlier, uh, it makes sense. And so, I mean, first thing that comes to my mind when I think about that is uh, I'm finishing up my class, teaching my class right now because it got delayed because I got COVID. And uh, so anyway, so when we were uh, uh, when we were finishing this this the class this past Sunday as I was teaching it, um, <clears throat> there's just a great line in there that, that we had used from uh, from Tim Lane. And he said, just remember, anytime God brings somebody into your life, he's at work in two people's lives, not one. Uh, so it's as much for us hmm. and them, uh, that we are, uh, that, that God is bringing us, uh, together with the people that he is. And so, uh, he's going to use you in their life and, and them in your life. And, um, and so the goal is not to get everybody. You can, you can, uh, specifically target other people and spend time with other people who have some of the similarities within the church that you do. But the base groups uh, should, to some extent, be kind of a great uh, smaller scale picture of the church. And so the goal is not to get you with everybody else that's in the same life stage. We learn and grow from one another uh, as we're outside of other life stages. Uh, I may, uh, I see things that I didn't see before. If I'm married with a lot of young kids and I've got single folks in there, then I'm going to, if I sit around the table with them, I'm going to hear about their joys and struggles and hardships. Uh, same, we've got a lot of empty nesters in our group. Um, <clears throat> but as we share prayer requests, I've been with those folks for a year. I love them dearly. And, and, um, and I can see, uh, the joys and hardships in their lives, uh, even, uh, even at their stage of life. And that's important and good for me. So another thing practically too, uh, well, I'm talking too much, but practically too, I think. You usually it, do. Uh, yeah, I always <laughs> talk way too much. If there's, just think about this. Think about other people. Love others well. Like base groups are the first line of defense for care in the church. Uh, and so if something's yeah. going on in your life, the primary front lines is going to be your base group. Uh, if you are on one end of the kind of the radius, is that right? Or diameter or whatever around our, the perimeter of our church community and you go to a base group on the other end, uh, you're really not loving those people well, because if you're in need, uh, you're causing all of them to drive 45 minutes or so to you, yeah. uh, think about them, put others first, uh, Philippians 2. Uh, and and jump in with people near you uh, because the care will be a lot better. So uh, well, yeah. so so sometimes I hear uh, like some some someone say something like, and I get it, like I understand it, uh, but I also just like want to like fall out of like when someone says something like, well, we just don't have anything in common. Mm. Like, what do you mean if you're talking about another believer? That's true. You say you don't have anything in common. All like I, Ephesians four, right? There's one body and one spirit, just as you're called to the one hope that belongs to your call. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is over all and through all and in all. If you share all of that, you have a lot in common. The gospel, have, the gospel have, is what yes. ought to unite us. The gospel is what unites. And us. And I wonder too, you know, if if we, because um, that. That's probably, if we're all honest, that's our natural bent. Yes, sure. is to hang out with people sure. that we have common interests with, and and, and things other than that. Yes, I, I wonder sometimes. We we all know like the superficial benefits of that, mm -hmm. uh, but is there a drawback to that? Like if we're if if we're only or primarily even hanging out with folks that we have common interests like life stage or yeah. affinity interests or things like that, then is, isn't it natural to assume that 
that most of our conversations are going to be about those things yeah. rather than the gospel and rather about rather than our spiritual walk. Absolutely. As opposed to folks that we don't share some of those common interests with, what is going to draw us together? It's 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 our walk with Christ. It's yeah. the gospel itself. So that's that's I think something that we we want to impress upon uh, our membership is to remember that whether or not you have any of these superficial common interests, our primary common interest is the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so, um, man, that, that's, a, that's a great reason uh, for us to, to, to make geography a primary criteria, because if they're a believer in Jesus Christ, then I share that common interest with them um, no matter if they're not going through the same life stage as me or Absolutely. not. Absolutely. And I think that when we dive into those relationships with people that are very different from us and we see uh, how much we do have in common when we see the gospel that unites us and we see all of those things, I think it helps us cherish the gospel more. It, mm-hmm. like, like it helps us to see uh, that this is the most important thing. So you might be weird. I might be weird whatever and you might like naturally no light about it i know i have like carry pencil behind my ear and all kinds of weird <laughs> things but, uh so so but when you if we might be totally different but when we ha- when we share the gospel and we uh we, when we have that in common when we have jesus in common uh that teaches us to weight jesus highly in our relationship so i have i mean i i said before uh, everyone i think Everyone knows that me and Meatloaf are good friends, and we go way back to student ministry days and things like that. There's nothing that really gets brings me and Meatloaf together apart from Jesus. Like we're totally different uh, in all kinds Both of ways. Like hugs. Yeah, he likes. He's like, give me a hug, and I'm like, <laughs> you know, I have a knife in my pocket. Please don't do that. Um, and he like works on like he works on like lawnmowers for fun and things like that. So like all of our interests are, are totally different, but in Jesus, uh, in Jesus and sharing that together, um, man, it's just good, good friendship. So I think that, mm-hmm. uh, when we, uh, put, I think, I think wrestling through those things, I think Matt, you said this before, that's a sanctifying opportunity for Absolutely. us. Absolutely. Uh, and uh, the other thing is like, one of the things in this whole conversation that we can, you know, think about more is base script's not just about you. It's not about you feeling comfortable. It's not mm-hmm. just about you getting your needs met and mm-hmm. which is the base group best for me and, and my family. Now, um, we certainly hope that you get your needs met and that you're, you're, you're fed, but it's also about you serving. And it's also about you uh, spurring other people on. And it's about you uh, having opportunities to do mission together and things like that. So it's not a primarily what can I get out of this kind of a decision. It's primarily a how can I, we honor the Lord together uh, kind of a decision. Yeah. So so what about um, what, what about uh, somebody who lives close by to the church? There's several. Right. Uh, there, there may be two or three base groups that are similar distance. One is 1.2 miles away. One is 1.3 miles away. What are we saying to those folks? 1.2 miles. <laughs> I think <laughs> when you kidding. get close enough that, you know, we're not parsing out by the minute. The biggest thing is like our outlying groups, our Jackson County, our, um, like in the past, we've had one up in Lawrenceville. Um, things like that. That's the biggest thing. But once you're in like here in this, um, general area, 
I'm not going to be like, oh, this one's four and a half minutes to your, from your house and this one's five minutes. Because at that point, it's not going to be an impediment to doing the life on life. <clears throat> right, right. I think, too, I think for just for clarity's sake, too, I, we're saying this, but just so everybody hears, I think, you know, we're a little bit of a pivot point as a church with ministry, right? I mean, in the past, the church is, is growing by God's grace. There's new families here by God's grace joining, uh, looking for base groups. Base groups are very important. In the past, uh, it's just meant, hey, we want them to get multiple invitations. We still want you, as you're interacting with people who are visiting the church, to seek to help them plug into a base group. It's yeah. just a little bit different now. <clears throat> Whereas before you might say, hey, could you come to ours tonight? You just might need to, you need to change your conversation. Yeah. So we're so glad y'all are here. Base groups are really important to the life of our church. We'd love for you to experience that. What area do you live in? Instead of come to ours tonight, what area do you live in? And let me try to help you uh, find the right one to plug into. Uh, or let me connect you with Tyler. Or let me connect you with, you know, one of our elders or somebody with Matt. <laughs> with Matt. Uh, interrupt Pastor Ken while he's preaching and ask him, you know. So, <clears throat> but, but we're just kind of a little bit of a pivot uh, as a church. And so we still want you to do that. You're just thinking differently about it, I think, is part of what we're saying, too. Well, I think, too, um, I, I think we've also had those conversations. We've had new folks join recently. We're beginning to see some of those some of those pockets where perhaps there's not a base group yeah. right now. And folks are coming in from a central location, um, uh, perhaps Winder, maybe Winder. even one of those where we, we have a number of folks and uh, some of them are new that aren't connected yet in, in, in base groups, some of them are, and they're traveling out of Winder. Yeah. Um, and, and so we've identified that might be a place for us to uh, launch a new group um, in, in the coming months. And um, so it, it, it might mean some of those folks who are in other groups uh, should consider um, being a part of a new group that begins in that location. Yeah. And, and um because then folks in Winder, it's easier for them to care for one another. We talked about that. But it's also easier to go after this thing of mission together, like mm. um, which, you know, we've we've talked about before of partnering together to to reach people in that Winder area. But it's a lot easier to partner together with other people that are in the same area as you mm -hmm. um, and to build relationships with mm. the same people in the same area and in my previous base group uh like again to talk about Milo, if he can he can come to my house and see all know all of my neighbors because mm. uh he's just been dropped by and done, done all of that he knows all of all of my neighbors and can have conversations with them that's easier to do when you live close to people right. versus living a long way away so you can partner together in in mission and right. ultimately uh, we desire to be a church planning church, yep. right? Mm. And so I think one of the things that this geographic, like I would love to see, and I think this is very doable, like the the, the, the Lord could easily do this and it would have to be something that he does. But uh, it would it would be easy to see one group in, uh, one group in Winder, become two groups in Winder, become four groups in Winder, become eight groups in Winder mm -hmm. or something like that. And at some point along the way, we just need to find a, a planter, a mm -hmm. couple of qualified elders, and we need to plant a church. Yep. Right. Yep. Um, and that goes for any of these like outlying areas. Yep. We can we can partner together as a base group to multiply base to multiply disciples first, then multiply base groups, and then ultimately multiply churches. 
and we've done far more for that life-on-life community together. Yeah, now the, the church is right there in your community. And yeah. the mission together, yeah, we're going to put the church right there in your community. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and if the Lord does that, that's a great byproduct of that. Um, but I think what we're doing is, is we're, we're saying, Hey, even if that's not, that doesn't happen, that's not the carrot. The carrot is life on life discipleship. Carrot is doing mission where you are. And we're saying that living closer to the folks with whom you're trying to pursue that makes more sense. Absolutely. So, uh, here's an objection. Um, this just creates silos. So this, this causes us, I'm only spending time with folks in my base group and I don't, I'm not getting to know anybody else in any of the base groups. I know that we've, I know we've had folks in the past who have, you know, visited every group or felt, felt compelled to visit every group so that they would get to know other people and have a breadth of relationships within the body of Christ. And I think to those people, we'd say, there's a value to that. Yeah. It's good, to, value it's to, good to have the breadth. We're, so, so what are we, what would we tell them to, uh, to, to reinforce? Yes, but geography is still the primary criteria for selecting the base group. I think that breadth of relationships within our church comes from through all the other things that we do together. And I think base groups is the place for depth of relationships. So if we have all breadth of relationships and no one knows us deeply, no one knows how to challenge us and exhort us specifically, if it's all breadth and we don't have that that good depth of relationships, then that's that's not helpful. But we have we have all kinds of other places for the breadth. We have the Sunday morning gathering, we have the we have uh we have serving together in children's ministry. We have men's ministry. We have women's ministry. We men's have Bible studies, yeah. women's Bible studies, all of those kinds of places. Uh, the fellowships that we do, like those are the places that we, we build that breadth of relationship with other people. Um, but I don't think that it requires to, like actually going to the base group. I think what, you, what we're looking for in base group is a, a small group of people that know each other. Well, we're looking for depth. Right. And, basically. and so the foundations I, class is another thing where we get breath. I, I think maybe an encouragement we could offer then to folks is at some of those other ministry opportunities where we can pursue breadth. Uh, breadth? breadth. <laughs> is that right? Is that the word? Yeah. Breadth? Breadth. Breadth. It's, breadth. It's a word. Breadth. I know. Um, George is that guy trying to use words. <laughs> perhaps. <laughs> um, uh, maybe, maybe tell our folks, hey, you know, we can – we can uh, wrongly reinforce the silo effect if at those kinds of events, we're only hanging out with folks from our Absolutely. base group. So church uh, fellowships, members meetings, et cetera. Hang with out with other folks. Else. Don't just sit with people from your base group, hang out with other folks in the church because that is the opportunity to get the breadth of relationship. Um, and I think, I guess, Matt, uh, talk about span of care. Like, depth we, we we couldn't do that with everyone right right I mean, what, what we're saying requires time requires effort that's yep. not something that we could pursue with 150 people that's right you don't have <clears throat> yeah so i think to summarize what we were just saying just like where we would say you'd be intentional in your time in base group be intentional in these other uh dynamics you know don't uh, you don't have to spend all your time before and after church talking to people in the base group. You're going to see them that night or later that week, talk to other people. So be intentional, right? Be intentional with those church fellowships. And then, yeah, you've got to recognize that if you only focus on <clears throat> on, on breadth of relationships, you 
you don't have the capacity to go deep with all those. None of us do. We're, we're finite uh, creatures and we don't have the capacities to, to offer the same care to those people that we do with, with a few. Just like I couldn't like be a dad to everybody's children in the church. I can only, I only have the capacity to do that with the ones in my home. I only have that depth of relationship with the people in my home. Um, I've only got certain abilities and certain capacities to have depth with a, with a, with a limited number of people. I can't do that with, with everyone. Yeah. Uh, it's th- impossible. I think the passage that comes like comes to mind for me whenever I talk about like the need for depth, like I need people to know me beyond the superficial level. I need some brothers in my life that, that know me uh, well is Hebrews 3, 12 through 14. Take care, brothers, lest there be in any of you an evil, unbelieving heart leading you to fall away from the living God. But exhort one another every day, as long as it is called today, that none of you may be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. Hmm. For we have come to share in Christ, if indeed we hold our original confidence firm to the end. So I need brothers in my life that know me well enough to know uh, the ways that I need to be exhorted. And that's just, that doesn't happen from like superficial relationships. Right. Like the, the, the way that God is or has uh, ordained to keep me eternally secure is by other people exhorting me and knowing and mm-hmm. seeing my sin so that I'm not hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. So yeah. depths of relationships is absolutely crucial. And it's much easier to build those deep relationships when you live nearby. Right. I mean, I, yeah, I think we, we've done transitions in our life this year, job transitions, those types of things in our family. And, and a lot of people in the church know that. But the people in our base group know the depth of that more than anybody else. They, yeah. they know what the implications have been of that and because they've, they've sat with us. We've talked well, about it. We've prayed together. So. And it's, you know, in the past with mm-hmm. people from base group or whatever, it's, I know they're going through something. I know they're going through something difficult and they're driving right past on 124, right past my neighborhood on the way home i say just swing in i'm here just swing in and we can talk in the driveway for a few minutes well i can't just do those kind of swing in and talk kind of things like with you guys out in jackson county because you know i don't right that's that's not that's way that's way further but yeah we would never invite you out there anyway well yeah i mean i don't have a horse and buggy and uh (laughs) you you guys don't have indoor plumbing yeah (laughs) all those nice things yeah Uh, Hey, um, uh, and I pay higher taxes, but go ahead. <laughs> you do. Absolutely, you do. And you have to have your car pass emissions. Yes. Um, <clears throat> one other objection. I'll, I'll handle it quickly. If there's anything um, <laughs> else to add, you can add it on. But, um, you know, let's, let's say the one that's closest to me um, uh, does not offer child care. I've got three kids, um, so I need to go to, to another one that's going to offer child care. Um, and I think – we 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 would um, exhort that base group leader to uh, facilitate a conversation with the base group members that we need to have a solution for childcare, even if we don't have any children yes. for which to provide childcare. So we don't want to have any group that says, "No, I'm sorry, we can't take families with kids because we don't do childcare here." That's we're not permitting that as an answer for any of our base groups. If you don't have children in your base group, um, you you need to figure out what will you do when you have one, because we want to be able to tell that family that moved in in the yeah. uh, two streets down from you that you are the base group that we intend for them to connect with. Right, and it, and this is that's just down to acting like a family, right. acting like a church family. Like, um, we if you're gathering together for Christmas and you know they're 
and uh, one of the one of the younger siblings, whatever they're growing up, and now they have kids of their own, and now there's going to be a baby there at Christmas. You're not going to be like, oh, uh, we don't do childcare at Christmas. <laughs> like we don't we don't have a plan for children. Like, but if but if you're a family, you say, okay, we we have new dynamics here at, at Christmas time this year, so we have to do some things a little bit different. So acting like family just means working together to to meet the the needs of the people that are in your group, and that mm-hmm. might mean looking at a different host home. Uh, it might mm. mean all the different kinds like that, but absolutely we have to look to, uh, look to, to, to meet those to something and not just, not just a solution, but a solution that's safe, healthy, effective, something that they're comfortable <laughs> with. Um, safe, tape and zip ties, that's not an answer. Yeah. Yeah. But it, but it would look different in different groups. Yeah. We recognize that too. Yeah. Sure. <clears throat> There's groups that have different ability. Yeah. Yeah. And, have we given have we given uh, counsel to our folks uh, in this episode um, about what what to do when you're uh, when you're striking up a conversation with a visitor? You want to um, talk to them about the the benefit of gospel community through our base groups, um, and we want to invite them to participate in that. Um, have, have we have we given them adequate counsel as to what to say? Yeah, I think that what we want there is, again, this comes back to that breadth of relationships. When you have those and you say, oh, you're up in Jackson County. I know some of the folks that are up near you. And then you can you can introduce them to someone if they're still around. You can yep. take them over to the base group board and pull out the card and hand them the card and say, hey, this is, I think, a group that's near you. Or here's a couple of groups that are near you. Um, but you know, just introducing them to, to somebody that is from that group, then I think that's the, that's what's, that's going to serve them much better in the long term is to right. get connected, um, and to build roots with the, those people that are there. Yeah. We group. don't want to shut down the relational organic assimilation Absolutely. that's happening with our people on a regular basis on Sunday morning before and after church, sure. but we're just asking them to, uh, to, uh, consider this geographic criteria as the primary criteria to use. Yeah. And there's a map to help with that. Yeah. And there's, so. yeah. I mean, I think, I think what we're saying is simply base groups are for that depth of relationship. All these other opportunities are for breadth, you know? Yeah. And so, you know, how many base groups we have right now, Tyler? Uh, six. Yeah. So let's just say a couple of years out, we have uh, 10. Uh, we don't want you to wait 10 weeks before you actually start to plug no. into a base group because you visited every base group. We would rather you. <clears throat> so maybe the way to change the, the dynamic, help them find a base group. But hey, let's hope that nobody visits uh, New Branch Community Church uh, one or two weeks without being invited to lunch at a member's house. Absolutely. Uh, you know, let's Absolutely. do that. Let's yeah. do that and said, hey, come. I'd love to have you. Y'all come next week come over for lunch or be ready to sure. buy them that day. Those types of things. And that's the breadth thing, right? We're Absolutely. feeding that at that point. Absolutely. And, uh, that's great. So yeah, that's let's, really we can just kind of tweak our approach a little bit, but we're still going for the same things. Yeah. Yes. Good so, episode. Hey, I hope so. But that'll, uh, that'll According wrap up me. this. And if you have any questions, then just email them to mbaker at newbranch.com. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>